Hi, guys. DJ Lunchbox, The Wrestling Mayhem Show, and I want to talk to you about PittsburghOnVideo.org. It is the place to be for all things Pittsburgh-related on video. You can find lots and lots of videos from Sorgatron Media, as well as many, many other people, all based out of Pittsburgh. It's a fantastic place to be. We love the city. You love the city, and if you don't, you will. PittsburghOnVideo.org. Check it out. Parental discretion is advised. What's up, folks? This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we talk a lot about indie wrestling, which was good. We talk a lot about Raw, which was great. We have a return, which is mad. And we've got a lady in the studio. Stick around. Hey everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show episode number 374. Holy shit folks, you found your way to the best wrestling podcast in the entire internet. Well done. It's likely that you found us at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. That's uh, that's our website. Welcome to it. Um, I'm, uh, I'm DJ Lunch. Oh god. Sorg, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you alright? You were doing good. Yeah, you're doing fine. Out of meltdown. Okay, all right. I'm I'm going off the notes in the doc, so it's going to be based off of those. Okay. Is that okay? Um, All right. Notes in the doc. Oh my god. Okay. Do introduction, (laughs) folks. What? Don't forget. Do introductions and then all the details, and then we go to mail. Okay, so it's 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 me, you, Riz, Wrestle fan, and and daughters. Yes. Okay. All right, I'm gonna daughters. I'm gonna introduce you last as our very special guest. Oh, how nice. Okay. Welcome, folks, to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. That's right, you found your way to the best wrestling podcast on all the internet. This is episode three hundred and seventy-four. Well done, you. You are going to be spending the next hour and a half to two hours uh, having your ears caressed by the best voices anywhere on the internet. I am DJ Lunchbox, if you're wondering about that. And there's a whole bunch of other people here, too. First off, behind the boards, the master of ceremonies, the man himself, Sorgatron. That's me, ready to uh, uh, turn knobs and dial the dials and, and, and make mayhem happen. He's a podcast wizard, and he doesn't mm. even wear a pointy hat. On nope. top of that, folks, we've got uh, the man who I can only describe once and just time and time again, the best descriptor for him, the sexiest motherfucker you've ever seen, The Riz. I really like that. Say that again. Say that again for the, the sexiest. They it. The The sexiest motherfucker you've ever seen in your entire mm. lifetime, The Riz. Rock hard. (laughs) Rock hard. From the depths of Texas. He lives next to the sun, ladies and gentlemen. He is nigh invulnerable. He is Eamon, a.k.a. The Wrestle Fan. They don't sell SPF 2000 here, and I may die soon from a heat stroke. So, yeah. You secrete it from your skin. I mean, oh. Folks. As if this wasn't enough, 
As if this isn't enough to be excited about, we have a very special guest in the studio this week. We, it is our privilege, it is our honor to have a lady. Folks, <laughs> it's the Dutters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I need short. to take care of that, huh? Mm. <laughs> Hello, new friends. Uh, Dutters! <laughs> and I... Hi, friends. Hi, Hole. Hi, Hole. <laughs> Long story. Folks, this is is exactly what you have to look forward to for the next, as I said, hour and a half to two hours. If you're lucky, you found us here at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Congratulations. Well done. You can find us, oh man, so many other places. You can find us on Stitcher, on Spreaker. You can find us on iTunes, which it's also likely that you did. You found us on Downcast. We're all over the internet. Uh, Blip TV, WrestlingMayhemShow.BlipTV. You can watch us live, as you might be doing right now, every Tuesday night, around about 9 o'clock on Sorgatron Meet. No, live. <laughs> Live.SorgatronMedia.com. If you are a fan of us, which we know you are, you can get all of this in one place for the low, low, low price of $1.99 in the Mayhem Show app. Anybody got it? Anybody got it? Anybody got it? It's a show. Oh shit! Nope. I do okay. have That's it. That's cool. I don't. Have it. No show. problem. <laughs> Riz has it. Does Riz have it? I don't have it on me. It doesn't matter. But Put the camera it. on the girl, and I'm going to keep talking, folks. The Mayhem <laughs> Show app. We have <laughs> episodes in their entirety. We have you know anything you could possibly want, including special downloads. That's right, folks. We record something each and every week called Mayhem Show Gold. It is additional content. <laughs> Only you can have if you download the Mayhem Show app. Dollar ninety nine, check it out. Available on all your devices except for Windows, because fuck you. Um, also on that app, you can contact us. There are very quick links to contact us. Uh, number one, you can call us at four one two two zero six WMS zero. That's four one two two zero six nine six seven zero. We're just like Car Talk, except we're not we're not from Boston. We don't know dick about cars. And, 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 and this is the best part. We love it. We love it here on the Mayhem Show this when you email try. us. And you can email us at... Good times. times! That's right, folks. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And incidentally, 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 we do have some emails this week. Sorg! Yes, we do. We got uh, <laughs> we got an email from the girl that made things so interesting last week. Uh, so she's back. And who made it pink? Yes, some someone made it pink. Someone we made need to specify these things. Somebody made it pink. Hold on, let me let me show you what I'm looking at here. It's pink in the wow, dark. I can't read that bright. stuff. <laughs> Jeez, I'll try. Hold on, hold on. Dear Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, a few talkie points slash queries. Uh, number yeah. one, what is your favorite depiction of wrestling on television, discounting actually pro wrestling shows? Mine would have been the episode Mad Dog Hoek of Ren and Stimpy, mm-hmm. due to Stimpy as Killer Cadigan uh, cutting an outstanding promo on the Lout Brothers, Lump and Loaf. Guys? I'd agree. You'd agree? <laughs> there, there, is, there is no better representation than Mad Dog Hoke. Okay. From Ren and Snippy. Okay. I think we made the comparison before that Ryback is our new Mad Dog Hoke. Because he looks and sounds just like him. 
Okay. And it's... I can't think of anybody else who represents uh, professional wrestling in cartoons or in any form of TV not professional wrestling. By the way, uh, honorable, honorable mention to the South Park episode. Okay. I, I, you know, I want to throw this back, and I, and I don't know if uh, people are going to be along with this, but does anybody remember the episode of Quantum Leap? Not Russell fan. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where he leaped into the body of an of a evil Russian tag team wrestler. Anybody? Nope. Any takers? Nope. Nobody? Nope. Go find that on Netflix. Um, it's actually, well, I think it, it's early in the first season, I think. Um, so, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, Vader and Boy Meets World was pretty awesome. Vader and Boy Meets mm-hmm. World, that yeah. I didn't know if we're talking about actual wrestlers in the shows or just there was wrestling in the well, shows. Well, it was being depiction of wrestling. Depiction of wrestling. Okay. All right. Hey, can I throw an honorable mention? The family matters when Carl and Urkel got in the yes. race. Uh, <laughs> if we're going that way too, uh, LB. I hope I didn't take yours with that last one. You didn't. You didn't. I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, the um, when on Futurama when Bender becomes a professional wrestler. Oh, uh, that was pretty Bender good. Bender. And uh, 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 what was the other one? Maybe it was Boy Meets World. <laughs> the end. So I mean, <laughs> Futurama. The end. <laughs> the end. And Dutters. Oh, didn't Bret Hart oh. show up on The Simpsons? Yeah, yes. yeah, he was he on did. it. Yeah. Dutters, do you have a favorite wrestling depiction? I was going to go with The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, now I don't remember the episode, but I remember in the arcade game mm-hmm. that, uh, that like, you fought the wrestling guy or something. Yeah, there was a large fella. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. Uh, other other questions from this. Uh, with Father's Day having just passed, who are your favorite wrestling dads? I'm going to go with Mark Henry his son, Handy, and A.J. Styles, his kid, unborn, Claire Lynch, child. Kane. Kane? Yeah. <laughs> Kane. Best dad ever. Uh, Eddie Guerrero slash Rey Mysterio. Eddie Guerrero slash Rey Mysterio. Okay, what about you, Riz? Vince McMahon and Hornswoggle. Oh, I forgot that's a thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, let, me, let me go with... Uh, uh, Dusty and Dustin. No, good pick. I, I can't think you of actually many. The, I can't actually. I can't think of many others, right? I mean, well, does Kane really count? Because didn't that whole thing get a a little kick and a little? Yep. <laughs> yep, it sort of counts. It's <laughs> like a little bye bye. <laughs> oh, bye bye! Punt it in the third round. <laughs> Do you have one? That's the best oh, way. That's the best way to refer to that. <laughs> I love that so much. Kicking a bye bye. Kicking a bye bye. Thanks, Wrestling Mayhem Show. You are some rude dudes with attitudes. Your pal. Scroll, 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 scroll. The perpetually insolent. It's, it's pink. I can't read it. We don't know these big words. We don't know Jessica slash light kick TKO. Don't make it I feel like you should get your eyes checked. If the pink is messing with you that much. It's pink on black. This is not like a Bret Hart costume. <laughs> Come on, guys. Don't you discount Bret the Hitman Hart. Mr. Alby, you have a very special better, email to read. Is that better? Yeah, now I'm done reading it. Thank you. <laughs> all right, I'm going to stretch this first part out because last week I choked on all the hay. 
It's me, it's me, it's Ed Big PPST, fan of the year. So, Jericho vs. CM Punk stole the show, Payback the Shield had great matches as well, Randy Orton is still lame. Daniel Bryan is amazing. Sandow Shim's match was very good too. Overall, besides Super Cena vs. Ryback, good pay-per-view, raw thoughts. Mark Henry and his promo spoof on retiring to John Cena was great. Mark Henry getting shot at Cena, hope he wins. That's what he does, right? The Shield is amazing. Punk vs. Brock will, will fan-fucking-tastic. And what else? A returning Captain Charisma Christian. And returning at Money in the Bank in Philadelphia RVD. So, many great matches possible RVD. No, Brian versus RVD, Punk versus RVD, Coffee versus RVD, and so on. And so on, so on. Questions What future match with RVD are excited about? What future dream match would you like with Brock or NXT up in commerce, like Keshi Sonor or Sami Zayn or Bray Wyatt or Cesaro, etc.? Loving the future, looking bright. Till next time, it's me, it's me, it's it, Big PBC. Take care, Mayhem Crew sent from me. It was asked in the chat room if uh, if this person was supposed to be Irish. Listen, don't. I'm an expert at accents, alright? So just sit down and don't As I'm even worry your pretty little uh, heads about it. Answers to the uh, RVD future question uh, in the in the chat room. Uh, Leg Hick TKO says RVD versus a wood chipper. Matt Carlin's RVD mm. versus gravity. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that expected RVD versus a, uh, a cheesesteak hoagie match. That's gonna be sweet. Oh boy! Yeah, he's. Uh, have we seen him for a while? I guess he was a little bit overweight last we saw. RVD. Have you seen him in TNA? Because yeah, ooh, I, like, ooh, ooh, I got it. Not since he beat I, Shima. Then I was kind of done. Yeah. Well, that's when he left. Yeah. But like, I get why people are excited because RVD was cool. I was a big RVD fan when I first. Started. <laughs> wrestling. Sorry. Even I know he is super overweight and out of shape right now and it's going to be pretty horrible. Well, here's the problem because we all know nobody actually the people watching WWE don't bother to watch TNA and don't know he's actually been doing stuff over there for the last few years. If you call that doing stuff. Well, he was on TV. (laughs) He was on TV. Right? Um, he could barely but, execute the Rolling Thunder. But, That's I mean, how bad he was. So everybody, like, at least 50% can of your audience are like, oh my god, thunder. he's still alive? No, I can't execute the Rolling Thunder, but he can't do it without almost breaking his neck, Riz. So, so are like, we excited maybe, about maybe, RVD and any combination with anybody in the future here? Maybe this is RVD's last stand. He says, I want to I go out, I want to finish my career, and I want to do it in WWE. Maybe. Personally, I would love to see RVD versus Brock Lesnar in a Paul Heyman on a pole match. <laughs> oh. Where Paul, it's like Paul Heyman's for his first love versus his new lover, and it's it'll be love awesome. Triangle. Love triangle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I'm not the Dutters. <laughs> Geometry. Geometry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. This is the best podcast ever. So we're not excited about RVD versus anybody. Awesome. Now, I can't. That's the thing. If I would, it, it may, I'm hoping, like, it's been a few months since we've seen him, so I'm hoping, like, man, he lost a bunch of weight and he's ready to go. I hope so, too. I doubt that, though. No, Riz, you don't. Riz? Well, first of all, the one match that I really want, I kind of want to see in the back of my mind is, because even though he can't hang with the newer generation of stars, yeah. I would like to see RVD and Jericho and just have them tear it down. Because they can produce a match of their style yeah. in any form. Which will be the style that people want from that era that are into RVD. Yes. And Jericho, Jericho's a ground a submission specialist. And RVD was a high flyer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, see what I did, but yeah. it's still will it still will be a good match mm-hmm. if that happens. Uh, Sharman's calling for RVD versus Ryback. Loser gets their balls airbrushed at the mall. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. What else did he have? Your future dream match? Would you like with Brock or NXT up and comers like Cassius Ono? Up incomers. What? Did up incomers? Up incomers. Up incomers. I don't know what the difference is. Up incomers. Up incomers. Um. So what? What are we talking about? We're talking about just Brock in general, or Brock and one of these guys. Are you just saying in general? I think it's just anybody. Okay. Biggie Langston. Biggie Langston doing stuff, right? Yeah. That'd be cool. It's almost there. He's almost there with this stuff. I'd like to see the re- reformation of Kings of Wrestling. Yeah. Have Cesaro and Cassiano tag team. And you said, were you the one seeing last night in the, in the hangout? Like, that was Wrestling with Zeb? Band, but I would like to see that. Like, the, the Kings of Wrestling with Zeb Coulter. <laughs> that'd, yes. be, that'd be tremendous. We're Kings, kings and we America. also hate America now. <laughs> kings of America. There you go. There you go. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to be something else, but still, just to have that combination. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, Cassius sure. versus anyone, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, a weird face turn on NXT over the last month, but other than that. Um, I don't think it's been weird. I think it's been well played out. Yeah, but he just went from, like, hating Regal to the next week, I'm sorry. Well, because he went through the match with him, and he saw the respect that he has for him, because he put him through a fucking ringer of a match. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty okay. good match. Um, yeah, and yeah. I, you know, and, and when they, uh, I was hoping when Stephanie came out, like that's when they, since they were on a big, you know, push of like random NXT guys, you know, bumping up there. I thought maybe we get Paige against AJ or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought like that would be the perfect time to bring out like the anti diva. You know, um, hate AJ. You, you hate AJ? Oh my god! What's your, what's your problem oh, with AJ? Really, let's get into this. I wanted Stephanie to just beat her ass. I kept cheering. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't stand AJ. Sorry, she's. I just the the new divas versus the old divas, just not the same thing. No, who do you prefer? Yeah, I, I'm I'm old school. Um, if I had to pick one, well, Trish Stratus, of course, because that's just she knew what she was doing and she could wrestle. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Alita, Alita was my favorite because she 
she was able to, between her moves and between, I mean, she was, she was a hot girl who could actually do something as opposed to, look at me, I can prance around. (laughs) I'm a wrestler. It's just not, it just, no, (laughs) come on. From the chat room, uh, like like TKO says, uh, Emma versus Fandango dance battle. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in I'm in for all of that. Sherman's calling for Sable. Uh, <laughs> no, thing. not Sable. Anyone but Sable. <laughs> How do you not like Sable? No, that's look at her. I, I, Wrestle I, fan. How do you not like Sable? Because I have eyeballs. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Because WrestleFan can get his pornography anywhere at any time because he lives in the age of the internet, unlike the rest of us who grew up watching oh, okay. Sable. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There you go. That, that was different. And I mean, we, I mean, and plus half of us were going through puberty at the time, right? <laughs> I mean, that was that that was a big differentiator. Um, for the fa- let's face it, says Tonio, Caitlin versus AJ is the Trish versus Lita of today. I thought their match in the pay was really good. You agree? I think mm. it has the potential to be. I don't think it's I anywhere. Think Caitlin is bullshit. Really? Really? Yeah. I, 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 she is. I. She has not done one thing to impress me so far, except okay. get weird collagen injections. <laughs> um, let's see. Russell fans boner belongs to ACH. Sorry, Sable. It has nothing to do with that. Sable's just completely unattractive <laughs> no, and has, has a horrible voice. Mm. Um. <laughs> wow. Tell, uh, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> She's awful. <laughs> yeah. She's just awful. Yes. <laughs> just to watch her and go back and watch her. It's like, really? I'm going to have my big old knee pads, and I'm going to show up my elbow pads. I look like a real wrestler. And, and you then... just watched a little bit of oh, Sable, yeah. right? All right? We'll get into that a little bit in the uh, round table. Uh, the reason you're here. Wait, are we arguing Sable's virtues as a wrestler? <laughs> no. No, as no, a I diva. She was a good wrestler. Good. She was never a good wrestler. No, 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 no. no. You didn't have to be. Uh, the, the original divas were not good. It was brought yeah. panty matches for like, like from what? Like 96 on through like 2002 when we started to get like, like Trish and Lita that could actually mm-hmm. wrestle, you know? Um, the 2002-2003 era, era was pretty sweet. There you go. That's why everybody no. from that era is coming back to WWE right now. Oh, I'll bring back Nidia. Nidia? Nidia! <laughs> oh, man. All right, with that, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that is all our voicemails, right, guys? Did they sneak in under the wire? our fan mails. All our fan mails. Do we have any voicemails? I don't think we do. I don't believe we do. So with that, let's go to Amateur Falling Down. Let's go to Untelevised Wrestling with less experience is the indie minute with the rest or with Amy. <laughs> Not necessarily. I what? <laughs> I'm trying to think of new things. With less experience, and also they're not as good, according to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> with less production value, doing the flippy moves, it's the indie minute. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so this week, uh, with- the indie minute. Uh, the only the thing that I think we need to talk about, since three of the people on this show were at this event, Super Indie was this weekend. And even more people in the chat room. Yeah, mm, people sure in the chat was. room, too. Uh, Sorg. Yes! You had a part with that thing. What was, uh, <laughs> how'd it go? Um, the video went fine. We had a chord problem and a couple of matches I have to fix. Uh, well, no, that's not what you're talking about. Um, yeah, no, it was a great... Yeah, oh, no. No, no, no. Tell me more, sorry. Tell me more about the horrible, uh, hard camera angles that you have to do <laughs> No, no, no. There was a court problem, but it's fine. I just have to re-edit the last two matches, which will make them awesomer than they would have been anyways. Um, 
or something like that. Uh, no, I thought it was a great match. I think it had, you know, I, I, I remember looking at, uh, oh, I still have to send somebody a link, by the way. Uh, looking at last year's card compared to this year, and of course we had the snafu with all ROH guys no-showing last year. Um, but I, I liked, like, I really felt, and Riz and, and LB, please tell, uh, tell me if you're kind of on the same line with this, I felt like going into this and of the show, it felt like there was a great mix of indie talent, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a proper representation of what is out there, not just in IWC. Mixing it up mm-hmm. with the guys in the IWC and seeing how everybody can go. You know what I mean? Um, I think that is the first time I've seen a standing ovation at an IWC show for a long time. And I remember oh, I yeah. felt like we were doing it every other match when I used to go as a fan. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What do you guys think, uh, uh, LB and uh, Riz? Uh, uh, you, you guys got to see it, uh, again, from over at the merch table, but your first uh, wrestling show in a bit there, LB. Yes, it has been quite a while since, I, uh, since I've been to a wrestling show, and it was awesome. It was fantastic. I can't think of one match um, that I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. It was an absolute blast. It was good to see um, some uh, some IC, uh, IWC talent from when I used to go, uh, and and get acquainted with some new wrestlers. Um, it was just great, absolutely phenomenal. I enjoyed uh, everything that happened. Excellent. What about you, Riz? I, I I tweeted this like right after the show that I I, I personally believe that what I. S- what I saw on paper and before I went through those gates, the best super indie tournament on paper. Mm-hmm. I walked out with with saying that was one of the best paper, one of the best indie shows I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Matt Hardy and AJ Styles. When Matt Hardy wasn't a fat slob. That's right. Yeah, Thank we, you. It, Thank you. You have to clarify. Let, that, yeah, let's let's clarify that. This was this was when you know that but, meant something, and it did mean something, yeah. and it was a really big deal when that happened. But still, this super indie tournament, the tournament, nobody on there was you know was on there. Was they were there for a reason mm-hmm. because they were the best talent, and they showed that. And they were, like, I was shocked at some of the talent that I didn't even know about that showed up and performed to the best of their abilities. Mm-hmm. And it it was one of, like I said, one of the best. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, like, like, you know, it is a lot of names in there. Uh, who stuck out for you guys? Yes, who stuck out? Oh. <laughs> I did tweet. Is there? Is there? Uh, immediately, some, um, I think it was before the match was even over. I sent out a tweet that said hashtag Amon was right. Hashtag ACH. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I my yeah. my dick accepts your apology. <laughs> <laughs> tweet. ACH yeah, and ACH. Shane Strickland had the funnest ACH. match I've seen in forever. It mm-hmm. was a blast to watch. Absolutely, it was great. It was just great. There was, there were, and there here's, was, here's the other thing. Uh, sorry, Riz. Here's the other thing about ACH. He had this amazing, really fun match with Shane Strickland. Really impressive. It was, it was a blast to watch. And then he 
uh, moved on in the tournament, and he had a completely different match with Jason Gorey. Mm-hmm. The match he had with Jason Gorey was more brutal. It was slower paced. It was more methodical. It was fantastic. And and uh, I, I feel like I got to see a lot of range from him just out of two separate matches, and that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we don't repeat ourselves, I, even though I do think ACH was impressive. Wrestle fan, don't get me wrong. He was impressive. And I'm not saying anything <laughs> say bad about ACH say. anymore because he is one of the top talents in this business. But the one that shocked me the most, Mr. 450 Bennett. Yeah? He... Yeah. He not and not only did he come out and performed performed unstoppable, but the second match he was in, he came out in Cobra Commander gear. That was awesome. That was yeah. completely awesome. He had the the Storm Shadow. No, it was Storm Shadow. Whoops, Storm Shadow. Yeah, okay. uh, because I, well, he came out on camera. I'm like. Why does he look like Cobra Commander? I'm like, holy crap! And I saw the, you know the the things, and I started yeah. getting a better look at that that hoodie on the cam, and I'm like, that's a freaking Storm Shadow hoodie. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and you know, I was a big fan. Again, just kind of seeing new talents that I've never heard of, like Extreme Tiger. I think lived up to his name. Uh, two great <laughs> matches with him. Was he uh, very Tiger esque? Uh, he was very Tiger, and uh, he was like he was very uh, extreme ish. Um, great matches with Bobby Fish and Facade, actually. Um, so, and, and, and of course, you know, the usual suspects actually came down to Gory Facade and Nice, uh, Anthony Nice, uh, the, the, uh, champion leading into this. Anthony uh, Nice is a monster. He's ridiculous. He is he's absolutely right. I, I ridiculous. Never, he, he's, he's a superhuman. He's a superhuman. Oh, uh, I never that's saw a good, that's anybody a good point. that uh, going- big. Oh, sorry. Amy? What was that? Sorry, I was going to say, going to the question from last week of which wrestlers we would bang, uh, Anthony Nice is up there. <laughs> what the wait, wait, wait. I, I was going to say, it. you volunteered I'm, that one. Tell me if I'm wrong. You're not wrong. But still, the stuff that he did, and being that, that frame, mm-hmm. that very muscular frame that he has, and jumping... And hurtling and clearing the top rope multiple occasions, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, he really like build wise, he looks like a heavyweight, but he definitely flies like a like a you know super indie guy. You know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's 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 definitely like one of the most talented guys out there. You know, um, and I think he was doing really like I, he was on TNA for a minute, right? Right. Yeah, and, yes. and, and, and I think I remember him popping up and not being impressed when he was on the mic. You know, he's one of those guys that you're like, uh, you know, great work, great look, uh, can't do crap on a mic, right? Uh, but I think he's developing that. He's getting more personality. Definitely, like, in the ring, he's getting more personality. Um, I don't know. Do we want to mention the one reaction from the uh, no. from the show? Do we, no? No. No? <laughs> We're not bringing that one up? Okay. No, it's dumb. Yeah, let's talk about Bo Jangling. <laughs> no, let's not get into that. You know who else was a, was the standout for me? Hmm. Was uh, Jason Gorey. I haven't seen Jason Gorey wrestle in a long time. Yeah, and he's uh, he for a while he took on the uh, the the horror 
gimmick. And he's, he's really incorporated that into a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And just like I said, it's been forever since I've seen him. And he was our first interview here on the Mayhem show. Yeah. He has come so far as a performer. He's so polished and precise now. Same with Facade. These guys have come so far, both with their characters um, and the way they incorporate it into, their, uh, into the ring and their movements and uh, just the way they bring that out in the matches that they wrestle. It was, it was just so impressive to see, um, having seen them so early in their careers and now where they are now. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and I know a lot of people are really uh, uh, always harping on Facade, you know, saying, oh, he's a spot monkey, this, that, and the other thing. And, and yeah, he's not, like, perfect. He's still got a long ways to go, as, as does anybody that is in this tournament for the most part, you know, as far mm-hmm. as being, like, an on-TV guy. Uh, but he, you're, you're right. I think he, he, he has uh, come a lot he's, – he's come a lot longer – because uh, remember, he used to try to do those flippy uh, rope walking moves, and you know he was like a seventy five percent success rate at, at one point, right? I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, you guys agree yeah, with that? Yeah, you, you have yeah, a point was when there. he was getting started. Yeah, yeah, and, and over the years, and maybe even recent years, but I think uh, I think he's being a little more um, selective about when he does stuff like that. You don't mm-hmm. see that, like. I, I only see it twice a match, you know what I mean? Versus like I remember seeing it a lot more in a match. Um, so I, I think I think he's really coming along. He, again, he won uh, 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 the tournament. Um, I, I know on commentary I was overhearing uh, they played up a really nice thing uh, about you know it was Father's Day the next day uh, about his dad had, who had passed several years ago. Uh, so I think it was, it's a really nice story uh, all, all all around. Um, and I don't know how much has been played up about what's on the website or anything just yet. Uh, so, but, but I, I think it's great. You know, I, I think he's, uh, I, you know, you're always like, do you want, and this is like from an indie fans perspective, do you mm-hmm. want like somebody random to come in and win that title? Or do you want like one of the home guys to win it in the long run? Right. It um, happened before. Well, yeah, it's happened happened both ways, right? Like, like we've had, like, hey, whoa, Jerry Lynn won the title? What? You know? Didn't, like, uh, Egotistical Fantasco win it one year when he debuted? But he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, Egotistical Fantasco won it. And then, like, a month later, he gets injured. Yeah. And then Sammy Callahan. And then, uh, who else won it that was, like... But it's always really cool when you see something like that, like, you know, as far as an indie show goes, or like, oh, crap, he won the belt. We're actually going to see him for a few more months or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know he's coming back at least once. He never shows up again. Yeah, I think people sort of get that stigma of if they see, you know, someone someone that sort of debuts at a tournament, they're like, oh, well, he's obviously not going to win it. He's just there to sort of enhance it. But I think people understand now, like, it's... It's whatever makes sense. It's whatever works perfectly for whatever they're doing. And I think mm-hmm. Facade winning it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was a great way to sort of cap off that tournament and sort of the year I think he's had in IWC. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you mentioned, the whole stuff they were playing up, I think it worked perfectly. And I think it's a little weird. Like, you know, I think it would have been, I think it would have been also interesting to see Gory win it, considering that this feud with Facade has been going on for well over a year now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but still, I, I'm not, you know, I can't, you know, discount anything that happened there. You know, I think it was a great tournament, uh, definitely from top to bottom. There's no weirdness there. Told a great story. Had a lot of great talent in there. I love, and, and I think exposed a lot of people. I think there was a lot of new believers in guys like ACH and, and mm-hmm. Strickland and, and Mr. 450 and, and stuff like that. I see people seem and, really excited uh, uh, about it. And I'm, I'm, I was a, 
big Jimmy Ray fan mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. And then he fell off the face of the earth, and I forgot about him until Super Indy came. And he still knows how to react and go towards the crowd and make them hate make them hate him. <laughs> and that was that's what he was made the that's what he's doing. And he Question Yes. I was gonna say question. Did he do it with a guitar hero guitar? No he did not. No. He did Good. Not. <laughs> no, no, there was a, a significant lack of guitar hero in in there. I'm 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 happy to hear that. Yes. Yes. So excellent. Uh, anything first, uh, first encounter with Bobby Fish as well. Yes. It's good. Good 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 stuff. He's a tiny man. He was rather quiet that night, I thought. He he reminds he me so he looks like when um Bob not Bobby Nice, yeah. When Nice came out, I thought it was Bobby Fish. Yeah. <laughs> they look very similar. I kept saying they should uh, there was be an attack numerous, team together there was called the intentional facial hair the, club. Uh, <laughs> There's numerous times during the pre, like the pre, the warm up phase, where Lunchbox immediately forgets who one guy is. <laughs> I think I, the, the I, dude, the dude with the tiger mask. What's his name? Uh, like he does, <laughs> the guy in the red shirt. That's ACH, right? Yeah, you you kept like thinking like every black guy was ACH, weren't you? Oh, how dare you! No, yeah, I kept did, thinking that the, everybody uh, was everybody else. Okay, I was just guessing at names. That's why I told I told um, Riz to to don't let me try to say anybody's name. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Asian guy. I will say it wrong. Thing. Get down. <laughs> awesome. All right. Any last points for me now? Or, 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 or Amon, do you have any other indie news? There is other indie news. There is. Um, I will read through this super quickly. Uh, also, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, one Joe Dombrowski, who is the uh, play-by-play commentator for Ring of Honor Television, or for IWC, you can watch him on Ring of Honor Television this weekend, I believe. No, um, it, it was this past weekend, so I, I know they put weekend. those up, like, I think by Thursday for everybody else, so go check yeah, that so out. you can it watch was a, it eventually. It was, a road, was, it was a road rage show from Richmond, Virginia, um, so he got to call, uh, <laughs> flanked by uh, uh, the, the younger Briscoe, uh, <laughs> oh, that was, uh, for the main Briscoe. event between BJ Whitmer and uh, and, and Jay Briscoe, uh, Mark Briscoe is. He also he yes. also did commentary with uh, Steve Carino. He too, did. He awesome. did. Uh, <laughs> which has always got to be a fun uh, uh, thing. No, I, yeah, I had it on when I was doing some work the other night. It was uh, it was good to hear his voice on TV uh, on a show I could actually watch. Cause I don't get prime wrestling, although you can find it on YouTube. Uh, as well, so uh, so great to see him on on uh, TV like that. I hope he gets more spots like that. I think this saw his first uh, uh, show there. He did an IP preview up in Toronto uh, a couple of years ago, I think. So, I think he sent a couple of the DVDs too. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. so there you go. All right, uh, and of course RWA did have a show. There are pictures, not safe for work pictures from that, uh, including a bloody Rhino Mitchell and a car hood they used in this this fight. Um, that DVD will be up at least by uh, next week sometime. Hopefully by the end of the weekend I'll have a thing up for it. Uh, but uh, it, 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 I know Wheels uh, is not in the yeah he's in the chat room if he has anything to say about it. Uh, so uh, but that sounded like it was an insane show as well. Uh, so a great night for wrestling in the Pittsburgh area. I love it. Awesome. There was no tackle lantern. 
That's a sad, sad day. Uh, so I'll breeze through this last couple bit of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ring of Honor has an iPay-Per-View com- coming up this weekend, the 22nd, uh, in Baltimore, Maryland, for Best in the World 2013. The main event, Jay Briscoe defending the World Heavyweight Championship against his brother, Mark Briscoe. Uh, there's going to be tons of other great stuff there. If you want to order it, you can go to ROHwrestling.com, or if you want to go there live, you can get tickets. Uh, the show's in Baltimore, Maryland, June 22nd, so go check that out. Also happening on the 22nd is our good friends at Wrestling is Fun. Uh, this is going to be their first event debuting at the Easton Funplex in Easton, Pennsylvania, uh, in a, a arena that has held uh, a lot of Chikara events in the past. So it's going to be interesting to see how that development sort of plays out with the vanishing of Chikara. Uh, and so if you're interested in going that, you can go, I believe it's wrestlingisfun.org. Uh, and you can get tickets for that event in, in Easton, Pennsylvania, and uh, go check them out. Uh, and I quickly just want to plug uh, the, th- the thing I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I'm going to be working with in the Austin, Texas area, and that's Inspire Pro Wrestling. Uh, you can get tickets for our event now, uh, July 7th, at the Marchesa Theater uh, in Austin, Texas, right across from Highland Mall. Uh, it is uh, inspireprowrestling.blogspot.com, uh, where you can order your tickets. They're $10 each. Uh, and you can pick them up at the door. Uh, they are, they're all uh, will call tickets. Also, uh, you can also bring your credit card to the door if you want to pay uh, at the door uh, because we will be taking uh, credit cards uh, as well. Uh, so go check that out and go check out that uh, amazing event with the main event of ACH versus Davey Vega versus Chuck Taylor uh, with the winner moving on to an eventual uh, match for the Inspire Pro Championship. Uh, and that, my friends is the Indie Minute for this week. There you go. Thanks. Uh, we'll be back. Well, that's the wrong thing. There's the site. Ah. Yeah, that was the site uh, for Inspire. <laughs> Thanks uh, for that Indie Minute. We'll be right back. We're going to check in what's going on with gold a little bit. What else is going on in the world of wrestling? And we'll be back with Remember When and Mad Mike's Minute of Mayhem. Right back. <sighs> Birds, not dolphins. <laughs> it's she and she. Dolphins. You're making dolphins. Indians cry. And, 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 and she's sitting right here. She's actually looking at me, embarrassed. But oh. <laughs> she left too. Very appreciate if I left the body issue down here. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> All right, my guy. Best and worst of the big fans. Who put? Cheeseburger. Did you just make that up? (laughs) Yes. Do it. Welcome back to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Well done, folks. You're at the halfway point. Maybe. <laughs> we haven't decided how long the second half's going to be. If you're lucky, it'll be another couple hours. Folks, uh, right around this time of the show, we like to, uh, we like to tr- take, a trip, take a trip back uh, back in the time machine, in the mental time machine, in the mental wrestling time machine. We like to go back, and we like to remember when...
Remember it when, remember it when, remember it when. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this week, uh, since uh, we saw Stephanie come back and, and, and threaten and, and they're doing the crap like, oh, you listen to me and you listen to me and you listen to me and whatever and Stephanie and, and all that, I want to talk about the best and the worst of the McMahons. Um, I actually, I, I want to talk about, uh, uh, my memory is a good one. Because I was always a Shane O'Mac fan. Uh, I, I enjoyed his enthusiasm and his penchant for madness. Crazy things leaping off of things, getting hit by things, and landing on his head, and getting his testicles electrocuted. I like that. I like that in a McMahon. And it's a, it's a, it's a stark contrast to the uh, pure crap um, <laughs> that they, uh, they churned out most every other time. That and uh, uh, Linda McMahon getting tombstone is a, is a golden moment <laughs> up in the lunch, up in, up in, up in my mind grapes. So, uh, Sorgatron, what do you think? You know, I got I mean, off the top of my head, I mean, I, I could go with the classic moment, but uh, I think I'll go with the dirty moment. Uh, remember when uh, Linda was catatonic in the, in the wheelchair for a period? Oh, uh, yeah, that was a thing. Trish Stratus, we talked about Trish Stratus last segment, <laughs> it was involved in this. <laughs> a little Tie bit. over! Yes! <laughs> Uh, not so much in a wonderful wrestling point yet. Uh, it was still early in her career, uh, when it was just boob show off time. Um, but, uh, she was the, uh, mistress of sorts to Vince. And I remember the making out in front of Linda, the catatonic Linda, you know, the future, uh, Senator, uh, candidate. Um, and, and, and the moment of WrestleMania where she just got out of the chair and I think kicked him in the balls, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's when the, around the time Sounds where good. the term genetic jackhammer came to be. So, uh, yes. How about you, Eamon? Ugh. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I have a worst, and it also involves a, involves a tie-in from an earlier segment. Uh, remember when Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon had an I Quit match where Vince beat the shit out of his daughter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she had, like, she had, if she quit, she quit the company. Mm-hmm. Or she lost her general manager spot. Yeah. Uh, and it's a tie-in from the earlier segment, because guess who Vince McMahon was fucking this time? Sable! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sable! Uh, yeah, this was really bad, and it was just like, no, don't do this. Don't ever do this again. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be okay with this. Also, my best is, uh, the Shane McMahon Kane feud. Uh, from the chat room, uh, best uh, from Bobby F. J. Town, Shane versus Kurt Angle at King of the Ring. Wait, didn't you just say mm. that? But, no, I said Shane Kane. Mm. And Dudders, you have one as well. Uh, my personal favorite is uh, Stone Cold just said you just pissed your pants. Whatever. Oh my god. With, with the gun, where he's wearing all the camo and he holds up the gun to McMahon's face or head and he just pisses himself. Did you watch that when it happened? Yes, I did. I did too. It was when I was starting to come kind of back over, yes, right? About that same time. And I'm just like, what are they doing? There's no way. This what is, is this? What is this? No, is this for real? Huh? It's, it's like, like, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, you know, but like that part, that little tick in the back of your head is like, wait, is that for real? You know, which one, we had a lot of that back in those days. Yes. Oh my gosh. Where, yes. where we had that crossover realism bit. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll talk a little bit more about that, I think. But <laughs> tease, tease, tease. Um, this is a giant tease, apparently, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Best McMahon memory from Tonio uh, Shane McMahon's Coast to Coast on Vince. Yeah, that was great. And there was a trash can involved, if I recall. 
I quit match where uh, Steph's wedding to Triple H too. Oh, was oh, Rose right before, was right Steph's before it. The one where she healed out. No, the, I think he means to their actual wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> to their real life wedding. Oh, the real wedding. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, you know, and really, can I say like I kind of like the McMahon involvement this time around? Can, am I am I alone? Yes. 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 No, no yes. not necessarily. No. I think I, I love the the pulling Vicky in all the different directions. I, I think that's that, that's kind of cool. That was the rest fun. of it. God awful. That was fun. Okay, the concussion thing is stupid. The crying stuff was kind of rough, but I like what they did last night. I think this is the turnaround for it. And to see this be like a power struggle kind of thing, I think it'd be kind of neat if it does become a uh, Vince and Triple H head. You know, I don't know a match or anything, but head to head. Yeah. To. Uh, to for kind of the control of the company as a kind of actual passing of the torch that is happening in the background, uh, I I, I kind of like that idea, you know. Um, also, did they ever establish how Vince got his power back? No, I don't think they did. I'm pretty don't sure they did. Silly. <laughs> no, he just disappears <laughs> until you forget, and it's like, hey, Vince is here. Remember, he's a chairman. Yeah. Don't forget that last thing that happened. Right, mm. you know. Uh, no, actually, didn't he come back? Because then they bring him back when Triple H was de-emphasized. No, but he, but Triple H was still COO, something like that. I don't know. Vince is just kind of there, you know, um, because they they got Vince out of like the COO position, but he's still chairman of the board or whatever. They no, I understand that, but yeah. how like I I don't know. And also, what's Stephanie's role? Did they establish that? Uh, she is, um, I don't think they established it on television, <laughs> but, oh well, um, I came, uh, I came out of a product of you, I'm having sex with you. <laughs> that's, yes. the, that's her. Now I'm involved. wearing a suit, and we accept this. And then, and now I'm going to degrade all the Divas roster. <laughs> and can I say how imposing of a figure Stephanie is? Holy crap. Mm. I mean, maybe it's just because AJ is tiny. But, uh, like, her standing next to her is like a freaking Amazon. I didn't realize... She had heels on, like, this big. Did she? Yeah, that's what, you could okay, tell when she was walking it. away, she had heels on that big. That, that makes was, sense. I didn't think she was that big, but... No, I mean, she is, like, buff as shit, as yes. we've seen in the magazine pictures lately. But, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, she was turning into China, apparently. Hopefully not in all the ways. Um, <laughs> we'll grow up that peen. That's a, that's a good, th- that's a good uh, thing to think about. No, it what isn't. <laughs> no, 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 no! I don't mean China specifically. But what would have happened if Chip Wage and China were still together? I don't think they could have kids. They'd be in TNA. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the power structure thing. Like Chip Wage wouldn't be where he is now. I'm True. not talking career-wise, but I'm saying the position he has now. Okay, okay, that would be interesting. That would be. I think uh, you should write a what what if blog. Oh, yes, we, should do do, we should do what if on wrestling. Wouldn't that be fun? What if Stone Cold uh, wife didn't say the, your tea Stone Cold to him that one morning? What, what? would have happened? <laughs> what? No, you know, that, that's that's how he that's got how the he name. Got his, uh, his his, his wife name, at the yeah. time was like British or something. And it was like, drink your tea it's ho- or coffee or whatever is Stone Cold. And that's the thing that snapped in his head. Oh. You never they heard were, this? They sent him a list I of people, it. like the list of names for his character, and they wanted to name him like all these dumbass names that were like '90s WWF names mm-hmm. that rhymed and shit. 
Yeah. Now you've learned something. All right, with that, and we're all about to learn something as we go back, as we do every week. Check out with our boy from the Bronx. He's busy on Thursday nights, so we're going to go to Mad Mike's Minute of Mayhem. Greetings, Mayhemers. It's Mad Mike once again with your Minute of Mayhem. Okay, so Raw last night was really um, kind of... I'm sorry, I, I got a message. Uh, this is really weird. Um, apparently, I've been wished the best in my future endeavors, and I am apparently live streaming on SorgatronMedia.com right now. Sorg? Sorg, are you there? Oh, hey. This is usually a YouTube Hi. video. I mean, I just came over here to Google and did the same thing. How are you here? This is weird. Um, this is awkward. Did YouTube become sentient? Do we know this? I don't know. I don't know how they knew that. And well, um, did you get? Did, hold did, on. did, did they? Hold on. I want wait, to make what? sure this isn't a fever dream. Okay. Fuck you, wrestle fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not a fever Hi, dream. Kids. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Mad Mike joining us from the Bronx live. From the Bronx. And unemployed. Live, it live. Wearing my Macho Man shirt. Holding my TARDIS salt shaker. I got everything. <laughs> I got gimmicks. I wow. Got gimmicks, wow. Did they let you go for using the whiteboard in your uh, in your uh, wrestling uh, video blog? Um, they actually let me go for not using it earlier. Oh, yeah. I would have too. Because, I mean, it was yeah, just I mean, right there presenting itself. And plus, you know, I kept leaving weird <laughs> things like um, Biggie, Lynn, and Curtis Axel sucks on the whiteboards. I don't know why. I forgot to erase them. You always do a spot check before you scary. leave the room after a production, sir. But it's okay. Now I'm fun employed, so it's all good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing some directions over here. Um, but anyways, well, okay, you're here. What are you mad about this week? Um, I am mad about TNA, as per usual. Good mm-hmm. okay. thing to be mad about. It's, it's shocking that I'm mad about TNA. Right, right, right. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to yell. I don't want to scream because, you know, trying to, trying to keep things toned down, but... God damn, I hate Hulk Hogan. Just just in general. I, he needs to leave TV, and the fucking Native Event Mafia is coming back! Why? That exists. That's a thing that's happening. It's a thing. It's, why is that a thing? Like, the I, best I, was... I, uh, I did my... I was going to say, the best was, I don't watch TNA. I... Uh, to be honest, just read the spoilers. And it only said on the spoilers that the main event mafia was coming back and that Sting announced that they were coming back. And I thought, is Sting like that senile? Oh, no. To the point where he doesn't know what the other people in the main event mafia are doing these days. (laughs) But what does it mean? I I mean, one's feuding with Rampage Jackson. The other is the general manager of SmackDown. Uh, one of them uh, hates TNA with every fiber of its being. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah, uh, and the other is Kevin Nash, <laughs> who was in a fantastic monster movie. Although yeah. WrestleFan, this may be the long-awaited return of Jenna Marasca to TNA. 
Because Lord knows we all want that Don't, again. Why would you speak that? Jenna Maroska made my sandwich at Subway the other day. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So she's perfect for TNA. That's what she's up to. Champion. Did she do wow. it in the leopard print gear that she wore for her one match? Yes, but I had to pay extra for that. From the chat, they're saying, Antonio's uh, saying uh, it's a um, main event mafia with new members. It doesn't have to be bad necessarily. They never said it was going to be the same guys. So, what are, oh, they, yeah. are we going to pick some new new guys? Like, what are we going to throw in? Like, what, Jeff Hardy? I don't know. I, 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 what would you do with that? to pick the people that don't have gimmicks. Oh, okay. He's going to pick the people that aren't in the uh, Bound for Glory series. Oh, cool. The X Division. Oh, good. <laughs> In the main event, Mafia. Right. Right. You know who should be in it? Who? Eric Young, Sting, um, uh, not Sting, Abyss, and um, uh, Chris Saban. Chris that Saban. should be the main event, Mafia. There you go. Actually do something <laughs> But with none of them are in the main event or part of a Mafia. <laughs> Except <laughs> for, like, Sting. Young is part of a fishing mafia, thank you very much. That's right. He's, but none of them have ever been in a main event. <laughs> he says you'd work out in a main event mafia exhibition deal. <laughs> it's so counterproductive. Sting, Angle, and Rampage motherfuckers says leg kick. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... Oh, God. Yeah. All right, let's uh, do something to make us happier. Uh, Amen, if you would like to read the uh, uh, unwashed comments. masses... Comments. From comments from the unwashed masses. Yes. Yes, indeed. These are comments provided by one Bobby F. J-Town uh, from the WWE Facebook page. So here we go. They're Number dumb one. they smell. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Don't really care who win between Brock or CM Punk. On Raw yesterday, CM Punk fans kept booing the champ John Cena. Let's see what your guy Punk made of. Go Cena! Number two. I, and when I yell, it's because I'm putting emphasis on the capitals. Um, number two. He wants to know us that he was the best Paul Heyman guy, exclamation point. I want to see the maths. Ryback versus Brock Lesnar. Number three. Hmm. The devil Heyman set this up. Oh, I looked, I looked at that real quick. I thought I said Hyman. Oh, God. <laughs> devil Hyman. And, okay. and number four. That's a good punk band name. Devil Hyman. Uh, <laughs> Devil Hyman. Oh, God. Um, and number four, let Goldberg come back and close his smelling mouth. Yes, we're talking about Ryback? I think so. Okay, that is the comments from the unwashed masses. I think we got to get re- uh, 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 screen caps <laughs> of this so you can see how bad they are. What? No, I have a question. I love America too, Lunchbox. <laughs> are, are these just all from Juggalo Jamie? No, <laughs> no. Juggalo Jamie is like populating the board. No, no. It, we haven't heard from him in a while. Has he reproduced and spawned the internet? Maybe. I think I think he has reproduced, and uh, uh, he is now writing in under the guise of um, uh, Big PPC. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Big P- PPC is like an adult Juggalo Jamie, and it makes me so happy. I love it. <laughs> Canada, he's like Canada, Canada was really Jamie. another country. I'm sorry, what was that, Mike? 
piece of grown-up Russian Juggalo Jamie? Sure. Sure. Okay. Sorry, just checking your audio. Oh, that's why I can barely hear you. I turned you down at some point. Uh, all right. Wow. Then, hey, <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, you, well, Dutters has been here <laughs> this whole time. Hi, Dutters. Hi. Hey, I just got here. Hi. Hi. Um, oh, it's a lady. <laughs> Hey boys. No, we've been talking for a bit. You actually picked up the WWF Attitude DVD. Yes. And I thought it'd be good to have you on to talk about because you're freshly seeing this stuff and reminding you. I know you wear the DX shirt, mm-hmm. the old school DX shirt, uh, to every wrestling show we go to together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, you know, and, and we've been having a conversation on here uh, of, of kind of was the Attitude area really as good as we think it was? You know, uh, and, and I don't know. Can we kind of? Uh, what was our uh, several takes on that, guys? Like it was basically like, yeah, maybe it wasn't that good, and we just kind of remembered the good parts of it, right? Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I spent some time watching like every episode of Raw and SmackDown from like 2000, like maybe like three or four months in 2000. Yeah, and it had some gems. Yeah, but overall, it was pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I have to agree with WrestleFan. I feel like the main events did a lot of heavy lifting, and uh, uh, more often than not, the undercard was just weird shit. Yeah. This was the you era want- of like Scotty Too Hotty and Rikishi, and yeah. they would. You want to? You want to? You want to know the definition of that phrase? Hardcore Holly got a push in that era. Uh, yeah, Mike. What, you, what, you guys? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm fixing your audio. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Good. Um. Yeah, when I when I worked at WWE, I had to watch a lot of the old Attitude Era stuff. Yeah, I I don't remember seeing. There, I remember there were at least like eight or nine Raws I saw where there was no finish to any match. <laughs> <laughs> like everything had a like it was running central. Like it should have been called the Running Era. Because that was almost literally every match. And they didn't even have an NWO to be doing that stuff. No. Well, Well, I mean, to be fair, they had smaller subsequent NWOs. They had the DOA. They had DX. They had Nation of Domination. They had Los Periquas. They Uh had the Union. They had the Corporation, the Corporate Ministry, the Ministry. They had the Smoky Mountain Federation with Bombastic Bart and Bodacious Bob. No. They wow. hate everything, Sork. See, that's, wow. you know, that's something kind else to tie. consider. Um, um, I'm trying to think of all the other fucking horrible factions that is just during <laughs> well, the Well, think about it. Sit on that for a second, and LB can fill us in. Uh, that, well, that's the other thing to consider. WWE was doing all this crazy shit, um, and, but w, WCW was out there doing crazy shit, too. And WWE was better than WCW, but if your competitor makes mm-hmm. a product that tastes like dick and you make a product that tastes like raspberry-flavored dick, it still tastes like dick, but is not nearly as bad as regular <laughs> old dick. You so you're saying – so really your, if, your no, summation no, – no, Hold on, LB, LB. If WCW – were an ice cream flavor, it would be pralines and dick. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And that was a clarify because I, Mike, you have not been on for a while. You did work for WWE for a brief period. Brief, brief. Little bit. It was over a year. It was over a year. Wow. It was and, and, over and, a year. Explain what yeah, you did um, for them. You know that network that is coming in 2012. It's not here. That's because what I worked on, <laughs> and it's your fault. It's not here. <laughs> Well, they let me go. Yes. I mean, you know, I was all set to launch it. Then Vince was like, yeah, fired. And yes. no network. Yes. So, so yeah, of all the people on the show that work in wrestling, he's the one that actually has a real future endeavor letter. I actually do. I printed it out, and I'm going to frame it. 
<laughs> Wait, you've been gone for years. You haven't framed it yet? No, I've been busy. Anyways, so the summation... <laughs> but going, going off of what like, Lunchbox said, I think obviously the whole WWF, WCW thing, I think there were certain eras where you know there was some shit, but there was mm-hmm. also some great stuff, even in WCW at a certain period. Of time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We saw that, that match that was on the Facebook group uh, where, uh, oh my God, Mr. Perfect, Perfect Plexed Big Show, The Giant. Yeah. And then there was running, but still. Well, oh, Big and, oh, Show back and in Big the day Sh- and Big Show did a kick up. Yeah. yeah, he did kept up. He did not care. Uh, so, Tutters, we go back to you. You <laughs> saw the DVD, so they get a different uh, interpretation, kind of a refresh, renewed interpretation mm-hmm. on it, and maybe how they presented it over there. Uh, what, what, what's your take on that? Well, I guess essentially I'm probably going to be defending the Attitude Error, it okay. sounds like, a little bit, but just kind of a different way. Uh, two of the things I didn't realize about the Attitude Error was, one, it introduced the Titan Tron. Mm-hmm. And two, it introduced the entrances. Mm-hmm. There weren't entrances. We didn't have the fireworks. We didn't have the the music. We didn't have the soundtracks that we had until the Attitude Era, when it became a production. Yeah. And I don't. I think a lot of the Attitude Era was more about the soap opera, the stories, where we we dove into the stories and we developed characters. And and, and they talk a lot about in the video about the, each wrestler developing their own character, and they wanted them to develop their own character and then take it a step further. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much, oh my gosh, did you see that move? Hey, if I go up to you and I tell you to suck it, you yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about, what, 13 <laughs> years later? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, and it's, you're teaching your kids suck it. You know, you, you go up to and you know parents, especially uh, I'm sure at our age. <laughs> you know parents. With all you the know kids parents all sucking it all the time. Telling, telling their children to tell other people to suck their dicks. But it's just something that just, it, it still carries on no matter, I mean, it doesn't matter how shitty the matches were. You remember things about the storylines. You remember how ridiculous it was. You remember the, the cut the pee-pee of the Val Venus storyline. You remember. Why is that the thing that always comes up every time we talk about the attitude error? Perfect. I, I, you know, you, you get because no one ever incorporates boss, you know? samurai swords because we can only sword. talk about Katie Vick so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it was it was not a, so much about the the actual wrestling as it was more about the storylines and us buying into these storylines and essentially falling for these characters and wanting to be these characters. Yeah. Versus us going. Because I remember when I watched wrestling when I was when I was younger, and one of the things I took away from it was we met, my brother and myself would wrestle whenever we were done, and then we'd stop being able to watch wrestling, and then my mom would say, "Okay, let's try watching wrestling again," and then we'd fight each other, and then no more wrestling, and it was mm. about the moves, and, th- and then the attitude era was about the people and the personalities and, and the, the counterculture. Branding. It was right with the counterculture too. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you just started chugging beers in your living room and oh, Steve Weiser's <laughs> all day long, buddy. <laughs> I could I could tell you I you know it, it affected my beer choices in college. <laughs> With some cold drinking, I you always had it. to drink two at a time. Yeah, <laughs> which was a challenge. <laughs> and you had to stand on some sort of a pedestal while you did so. Well, while nodding my head back and forth, of course. <laughs> Just, well, of course, of course. Or why, why would you even bother doing it? But it was funny how that the, these attitudes influenced our lives, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and still does. <laughs> it was the best time for character growth, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think, I, I don't, we definitely, like, uh, we can kind of tell things are a little more controlled right now, mm-hmm. you know, with the writers and stuff. Um, so, I, and, and it's kind of cool to see when, well, we were just trying to throw everything at the wall and see what would stick and mm-hmm. try to beat the other guy. Um, 
and uh, it was it was a giant shift. And I, and I wonder what like like I don't remember like the time when the Titantron happened, mm-hmm. like the first time. Like like was it like a reaction to? Was it was Nitro- once they moved out of the. Um- they they got the first Titan Tron once they moved out of the Manhattan Center. Okay, because they were well. I think remember, that, was, that was because the Manhattan Center did not really have a Tron. No, if you remember the Manhattan no. Center, like it, um, they, they still had like the hallway. I think they had the big raw letters. Thing. Big raw letters. Mm-hmm. They I remember for a while they started doing video screens, but it was just like maybe the logo or something at the time. Yeah, you yeah. Know? They had they they would do that for superstars. They would just have the logo. There was no yeah, video yeah. clips or anything like that. Yeah, and um, like the. The one, the people that did get pyro or lighting effects, mm-hmm. they all looked really, really lame. Yeah, like the only one that actually looked kind of cool was the Owen Hart King of Hearts sign. Okay, when he was in the ring, and they would show the, they would shine the light on the ring, where it was him dressed as a King of Hearts, like in a poker deck. <laughs> awesome. And that's the other thing from the Attitude Era is when you started getting the signs. You didn't have that. You didn't have people bringing signs that said, you know, Austin three sixteen or suck it mm-hmm. or whatever. That still survived today. I, and I remember, and, and there was so much more. I remember uh, uh, Mike, remember a while ago, like watching twenty four seven on on your thing, and just remembering, like, oh my god, everybody was in a frenzy for everything. The the amount of signs that were in those first few rows were ridiculous. You know, you might complain about like the one dude holding a sign in front of you <laughs> when you're in the third row and he's in the second, and now it is like good luck. Yeah. Good luck. That's why the big screen's up there, so you can see past the signs, right? <laughs> Especially when they have gigantic fat heads of your own head. <laughs> yeah, now we have the fat heads, so it's coming yes. back, right? Um, here's it's a, funny. Here's like, a question the signs actually really influenced the product. Because That's true. I remember, I forget which DVD it was, but the night after Austin won the King of the Ring, and he said, you know, you know, talk about your songs, 316. Austin 316s, I'd flip your ass, all that stuff. There were... Dozens and dozens of Austin 316 signs, mm-hmm. and that's when they're like, "We need to make this a thing immediately." Yeah, and you kind of see it now with Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. like the yes signs. Yes, my God, the fucking yes sign. And there always <laughs> like, were signs. Like I remember people putting up signs at WrestleMania three, but definitely nothing like that. You know, yeah. it, it became it actually became part of the culture. I think more so. I, I remember. I remember. Um, the point being made that, like, back in the back in sort of the day, maybe like that WrestleMania three sort of older era, you made signs because you wanted a wrestler to see that sign and get encouraged. Yeah, like you brought "Come on, Hogan" sort of signs, or you know, Hogan rules or whatever. You wanted them to like, oh, it was supposed to be a thing to sort of will them on, and now it's more of a thing to like get a message across. Yeah, now it was a a uh, if I'm creative with my sign, maybe I'll get on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna put my name on a sign with an arrow pointing down. So yeah, yeah, my Twitter name. But people do that, and mm-hmm. people did that then. I remember people were always had it. You wouldn't say, "Oh, Hatchet Man, Hatchet mm-hmm. Man." You know, all the jugglers love wrestling, so Hatchet Man. I just randomly threw there. I think even still in the introduction for WWE programming, there's a shot of John Cena with a big Hatchet Man right behind his head. You know, I mean, and I love that every time I see that. Um, but it became, yeah, it well, became. Also, you know, the competition. Yeah. really helps with the mm-hmm. signs too because like you would see dozens of nitro suck signs on raw yep or vince fears eric or eric fears vince or goldberg fears austin yeah. or you know just like the competition breeded so much creativity amongst the fans yes it 
just spawned so Everybody much. had somebody to root for. They got more frantic. Um, I think this is the first real communication they had directly with their customers uh, that would be akin to Twitter now. You know, and uh, now we tout, and, and now we tout. No, we don't. <laughs> Somebody touts. No, nope. I'm mining. I don't know. Um, I, I told question. you guys I, tout wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> I warned I, you guys. You kept saying, "Oh it. no, we let's knew. all get on tout. Let's get John no, 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 no. Mayhem so on tout. That, tout is not us. a fucking thing." Hey, oh, hey, hey, we got that. on it. I'd rather just find because, than Just because it was a thing for a week and then went away, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. They still get emails. They're still touting out there. But, um, okay, here's a, here's a question I yeah. want to ask. Because I know the others you sort of mentioned about the whole, you know, in that era, it based off of the characters, Sorry. and it was based off of, you know, trying to build that character more than the actual good professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. At what point do you think they sort of made that transition to where it was like, oh, we actually have to have good wrestling on this show? And I, I don't, in my opinion, I think it was before even the whole PG stuff. When I started re- watching wrestling around 2002, 2003, when the Attitude Era was sort of dying down a bit, there was tons of good wrestling. You had to have athleticism. You had to be fast. You had to have these moves. You had to be creative. You had to dive. You had to flip. And there was so much more. I, I know what you mean, where things had changed from just the a basic uh, uh, flip down. It was what complex moves can you put together yeah. to? You couldn't just be like Road Dog doing a shimmy. Yeah, and then... exactly. Rashiki, I'm going to put my butt I, on your face. You know, <laughs> you had a move. I, from I know. That. I know exactly when it started. When uh, Chris Jericho came in, I think I want to say, had... I, I and I think it was uh, a little more sped up when the Radicals got in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but Chris exactly. Jericho is before the Radicals. He is Chris Jericho, then the Radicals. Then Angle, you know. Who, who did Jericho really have to play with, though, before the Radicals yeah, came in? That's the thing. He wrestled Road Dog and, like, Ken Shamrock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look yeah, at Yeah, but he also wrestled Triple H. Yeah, but, I mean, Triple H, I don't think is much of a ring. Well, he's a ring general, but, but, but he's not. But Jericho a, was putting on good matches. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was the first guy who really started to do that. But he, he was. And, but doing, and, like, and he was fighting. Move, he right? was fighting who we wanted him to see at the time that he wasn't touching over on the other side. Which was guys like Rock, Stone Cold, um, even like the DX guys or something, right? Or Triple H, right? Um, yeah. Because I think that's the thing with sort of uh, like The Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Rock necessarily was, I don't think he was bad, but he wasn't a great professional wrestler. His character was what made him what he is. Exactly. So when pe- when you see him wrestle to- today, yeah, he's a bit slower and all that stuff because mm-hmm. of reasons. Um, but. He's pretty much the same wrestler. I, I, yeah, he is. And I think he, wrestling-wise, I thought he was, he's capable, but I, I don't think he's any more exciting in-ring than John Cena is. Yeah. It's character about, I, about I would, all I would take it. I would take issue with that. You you think he's a, a all-around better wrestler than John Cena? No, I think John Cena is all-around better than The Rock. Okay. Okay. Sure. No, I, 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 I and, and the angle. The angle. John, like understand. In their primes. In their primes. Yeah. John Cena. I would say is better than The Rock in his prime. Because okay. I Rock, think John Cena still. Well, the Rock prime, relied though. on crowd reactions. John Cena doesn't have to. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And I'm going from the angle of the idea that John Cena, oh, five moves of doom, da 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 da. You know, I think that yeah. that that's the angle I'm coming from. But I agree with you. I I do agree with you on that. Um, well, I so, mean, but everyone has a five moves of doom. It's just exactly. John Cena acknowledges that he has that. Especially yeah, we when we don't get to that like, level. Like Rock doesn't go out and say, oh, I'm gonna hit you with the people's elbow. I'm gonna hit you with the 
spine buster get hit you with a rock bomb and that's it boom the difference is everybody the ate horrible it up. sharpshooter the difference is everybody ate it up then because it was the rock doing it mm-hmm. right oh, but then gosh. but look at who we had too i mean we had this great nexus of people we had stone cold rock undertaker uh Mankind. triple h you throwing mankind here and there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you like you look Kane. at about good mm-hmm. three, four years. Every other pay per view had some combination of those four people: Sha- mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, of course, for at least the year before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's the you, you talk about like like these days. Oh, I see maybe not so much right now, but I remember for a few years where like we see the same people, maybe the same three or four people on every pay-per-view, and it felt like it was for years we saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be yeah, the cool. Triple H's, the John Cena's, the Randy Orton's, uh, whoever. Um, we got that then, and we ate it up, you know? Uh, WWE maybe- kind of got lucky that all those guys peaked at the exact same yes. time. Though. Yes. Quite. Yes. But I think it was a lot of motivation, too, a lot of competitiveness. I think everybody saw their opportunity, and these are the guys that seized it. Mm-hmm. These are the guys that, that did that and, and didn't continue being the Scotty Two Hotties. And then you got to figure sure. the um, WWE at that time ate this alive because the, suddenly branding was important. You had your merchandise, you had mm-hmm. your T-shirts, you had your posters, you had your figures, you had every bit of anything you could stick a stone cold. They always did though. They always did though. But I think the characters, oh, but it, but they, they spiked a lot. They spiked yeah, a lot. But yeah. I think they they rode that late nineties countercultural phase too. But yeah, because it was okay. Yeah, having this was cool. I, I could have a stone cold poster in my dorm room and i was cool yeah i mean there was a point yeah, where but- it just flipped where it was acceptable and mm-hmm. it was oh you, you like stone cold that's awesome let's go have a beer it wasn't all goody goody characters yeah. like they're your hulk hogan's and your stings and stuff mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i remember being made fun of having wwf magazines on the bus in mm-hmm. you know elementary oh, yeah. school you know it it, it it definitely turned around mm-hmm. versus you know high school it was like Stone Cold T-shirts mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Can I? Can I note? I mean, they, they had had about, hey, hey, uh, let, let Eamon go, and then we'll go to you, Mike. Sorry, Eamon. It's okay. Just real quick. Um, the the thing with the fans, and this was when I the, the period that I was watching and sort of studying. That this is the thing I noticed uh, when the New Age Outlaws were a thing, mm-hmm. but they were still heel as a part of the Triple H Stephanie McMahon DX era. Mm-hmm. Um, they would do their stick in the beginning that they would always do, mm-hmm. and the crowd would be hot throughout mm-hmm. and would do everything along with them and ladies and gentlemen like boys and girls children of all ages <laughs> exactly um and they would treat them like baby faces until it was over and they would go back to booing them as if they were heels yeah mm-hmm. so everybody wants to go I on thought, for a ride I, I found that really intriguing but you know every time don't you notice every single time vince like oh here's vince mcmahon Everybody's cheering, applauding, da 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 da. You know, like, hey, we're we're, hey, it's Vince. You know, we haven't seen him for a while. We appreciate Vince McMahon. Something cool is going to happen, right? This is the guy that's bringing me this wrestling. You know, that that idea comes through everybody's head until we get the cue where Vince, sa- you know, says whatever it is. You know, face or heel, we figure it out, and then everybody turns. We're like, oh, it's like everybody, it, everybody is playing along at this point, right? Say, this is the part I like. Screw you, I don't care if he's a heel or a face. I'm going to like this part. I'm going to like when CM Punk does this. I'm going to like when Ziggler's the show off. I don't care. It doesn't, it's okay to like the heels and sometimes encourage to like the heels. Uh, but, but everybody plays along up to that point and Vince says something that turns him heel and everybody turns around. It, it, it's like that, hey, 
you know, everybody, 15,000 people say, hey, oh, that's right. This is how we're going to play it this time. He's a heel. Let's roll with this. Start booing. You know, we're all participants. Yeah, exactly. And we're all just participants in it and play along with it um, willingly, you know, um, because we want to and we like being a part of that. Yeah, I mean, The Rock kind of started doing that because, like, when he would come out, he would do, you know, finally The Rock is, you know. And then when he started, like, like I don't like The Rock now, for, but for as much as I don't like him now, I did like him back then. Yeah. Because he was really on point. Like, he knew, like, okay, these people are saying along whatever I'm saying. I'm going to stop that by saying this isn't saying along with The Rock. Mm-hmm. And then... When people started repeating, this isn't singing along with The Rock, he would change it up to something completely different. Yeah. And he would make sure that they couldn't follow along. Mm-hmm. And that just pissed the fans off even more, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you – like Daniel Bryan, another fine example. When everyone started doing yes, 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 he would start doing no, no, no. And now he just switches it up. Yeah. So people don't know what they're doing, and you have half the crowd doing yes, half the crowd doing no. But all of them going insane think, for him. I think one of the hugest factors is crowd participation. I think it drives home a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's just something that people latch on to. I remember, uh, like, because when The Rock started doing the whole, oh, do you spell what The Rock is cooking, you know, all that stuff, he was a heel. You yeah. know, and he was saying those things because he was a heel and it was something a and heel was being say. cocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and being cocky about it and being very arrogant. And then people just sort of, like, wanted to say it. And it, he automatically had to switch because of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, any last words on the attitude area? I think we, other than that, we should talk about I, what's going on right I, now. I had one more thing. Sure. About, about the merchandising thing that we were talking about before. I think there was a point where every single character in the, in the WWE had a t-shirt. Had yeah. some sort of merch. Yeah. Like, that's almost unheard of these days. Yeah. You don't see a 3MB World Tour shirt, which they should make. Because <laughs> obviously it takes. But, like, the Acolytes had a shirt that said, Always Pounding Ass. Yes. I mean, that's when we got to the limit, folks. That's when we got, like, okay, maybe there's a little too much merch out there. And, and, and well, I think at the point where people were uh, cheering and buying merch for both the faces and heels, we're like, okay, let's give everybody a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And see what happens. Yeah, I, I, now that I think about it, I mean, there's very few that I think that didn't have at least some form of. T- the only one I could probably the women. Max that's Moon. probably the only one, oh, except for women maybe like a Trish or Alita. Oh, the women did like like Sable had a shirt. Well, well like a Trish or Alita, or yeah, Sable maybe later. Or something like that, but not like every. No, but one. like only the undercard women. Like even Funaki had a shirt. Wow. At home, I have a stuffed Scotty Too Hotty worm for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's legit. Worm. I have one of those. I don't know why I bought it. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, last last comments on that DVD. Like all together, was it, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was interesting because it was it, the. It started out from the uh, the first scene of it was talking about it was ESPN talking about the steroid scandal, mm-hmm. and that's what they mm-hmm. opened with. Mm-hmm. And then Vince McMahon went it right into this is why we need to change. It was based upon competition, and uh, this is what we encouraged them to do. Uh, how they changed their business model. And um, and then why the attitude error ended was because the competition was gone. There was mm-hmm. no need to keep pushing yourself and pushing yourself. And I thought the interviewees were interesting because it was mainly Road Dog, Rashiki, uh, Pat Patterson, 
and um, Pat Patterson. The oh, okay. I don't know why I thought Nick, Nick Patrick. <laughs> That's wrong. The old guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other old guy. Yeah, it yeah, was the Stooge. Come it, on now, and Mark, the Mark Henry. Stooge. Oh, yeah. I forgot the Stooge. Hardcore yeah. champion Pat Patterson. That's right. I, I want to hear Mark Henry talk about the Attitude Era. Uh, it's amazing, and he it's. He's an excellent orator. You, you would not expect him or Road Dog uh-huh. to speak and to articulate the way they do, but they're great interviewers. Especially some of the shoot interviews they had to oh use for that God. documentary. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I love no, that no. Road Dog said he wouldn't let his kids watch the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because I've I've seen the DVD too. He says that like he watches back some of the clips and some of the things that he said. He's like, oh God, I would never say that now. I was just young. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's good. So there's like there's, there's a very kind of self awareness of yes. what, what happened then, and I think it's, that's really good because some of it was kind of. Oh, they talked about when we pushed it too far, when it got uncomfortable. Because I remember there were certain episodes where you're just like, okay, can this the scene end now? This is just yeah, yeah. Not- and they've done that. I mean, that's, that's not anything they haven't mm-hmm. done since. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I think the church, uh, the, the Vince McMahon doing the the the. Man doing the Triple H spit with the God. with the uh, holy water was a little awkward. Yeah, in um, a matter, well, no, matter sort, of like, do you remember the old DX VHS that came out hmm. where they actually showed uncensored women bearing their breasts to DX? <laughs> so that was, was like a thing a, that WWE released that's amazing. during the Attitude Era. Also, remember Columbia, Columbia, or uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Coliseum Video was also distributed by the same company that distributed porn. So it wasn't too far off. In a matter of like six year uh, time span, three miscarriage angles. Yeah. (laughs) Who took that that stat? (laughs) I did. Lita, May Young, and Terry Reynolds. Yeah. No. May Young. No, No, May Young went to term. May Young came to term. Definitely. Uh, hand. But it was a forced term. It was a forced term. It was a forced term. I, I mean, I'm no... Hey, hey, just because I'm someone no gave her a hand doesn't mean it was forced, Russell fan. I'm not saying that. I'm saying she had to have an impromptu. Oh, come on. That was a pun. <laughs> well, I don't get puns. So, Raw last night. Someone gave May a hand. Sure, Please, yes. Raw so, last night. Let's talk about Raw last night. Please, let's talk about Raw last night. Let's talk about how awesome Mark Henry is. Well, Mark Henry. Mark Henry, the father of a hand. Let's, hey, let's talk about how awesome all of Raw was last night. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. It was great. Payback was, too. Hi, I did Tell me this. one thing that was bad. Um, some, of, some of the McMahon stuff. But oh, no. 1-800-FELLA. Yeah. That was horrible. Yes. No, I appreciate I really that. that I, so no, I appreciate 1-800-FELLA. Uh, I don't like phone numbers that don't work, Sorg. <laughs> what a weird pet peeve to have. <laughs> you mean like 412-206-WMS0? Well, clearly, LB, you have, not given, you have not been given as many fake phone numbers as I have in my life. <laughs> Oh, That's this is a deep-rooted problem. From if from I go to a bar and a chick gives me a number one eight hundred fella, I'm gonna be very upset. You can't blame but, your several bad nights at Fenwick's for not liking uh, the Sheamus promo, okay? Aww. Yes, I can. Sorg. plus he is naked in a place where people are wearing clothes. Fuck, I missed. Yeah, this. and he totally yeah, stole yeah. No, shoot, no shirt, no, no shoot, service. service. What the shit is that? And he totally stole that dude's dinner that he helped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
what the fuck? Did I miss like an hour of Raw? What the fuck happened? No, this is all in 20 seconds. that Sean Combs was talking about. No, seriously, can we please talk about Mark Henry and how he's the greatest actor ever and he should get all the Oscars? Yes. Technically, he wasn't in a movie. He should get all the Emmys. Or Emmys. Okay, that's fine. Daytime Emmys. Longest running, episodic, whatever, fuck. But no. Technically, like, he's a professional wrestler, so he should get all the blowjobs. He he was so, like, from making my heart hurt so bad to making me so happy. <laughs> Seriously. Well, did you listen to that promo where he was crying and telling him, and, and how John Cena gave him the WWE title, and he's like, nah, man, you gotta earn this. Like, and, and how he told his kids he was finally coming home. Like, oh my god, Mark Henry. Fuck you, kids. This is what I do. From hurting hearts to swelling penises. The Mark Henry promo. I love Mark Henry so much. <laughs> I, I unfortunately... This I, is, so. I, I was I was not at home last night as it was happening. And it was like the worst spoilers ever. Because I was getting it as it was happening. Oh, uh, Mark Henry's retiring. Oh my gosh, this is what happened. But the best part was... <laughs> I went back and I watched everything from Raw before after work today. And I had my roommate, who never watches wrestling, watch it with me. And I'm making her watch this. And, oh, you know, you know my friend Ginger. Poor, poor Ginger. Yes. I'm making her watch all of this. And it, just to watch her reaction with everything is just amazing. And then I'm like, just keep watching it. Keep watching it. She's like, this is really sad. You know, this is... It's, yeah. I'm like, just keep watching it. Keep watching it. Oh, wait. This is like the Red Wedding. Did you feel it? Yeah. You ready? Wait, I'm waiting for it. And I'm waiting for it. And I'm checking my... You know, the, the length of time between the Mark Henry's retiring to Mark Henry and... Oh, you know, wait, wait. You cross-referenced the Twitter stream from last night? <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, okay, so in a couple more minutes, it's going to happen. Because it was starting to get a little, I, since I knew what was going on, it was yeah, getting yeah, long-winded yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. And I just like, keep watching. And she's on her, no, go on, keep watching, keep watching. And she goes, oh my, you know, like, come on. totally wasn't expecting that. And I was laughing so hard. She's like, rip your shirt off. Like, <laughs> you know, he's already like hulking out of it. <laughs> oh, man. It was, yeah, it was. Wow. So I had a little different experience with it. <laughs> I'm yelling at it. I'm like, should have muted you all. And that's the best. I mean, isn't that what we had with the attitude era that, that, Hey, Hey, check this out. How many times have you heard a wrestler say, I wasn't really into wrestling until my friends showed me stone cold on raw. And I'm like, Oh my God. You know, that's exactly mm-hmm. the kind of experience. I, and I hope that happens with Mark Henry. <laughs> I, want, I, want, yes. I want people that never watch wrestling to watch Mark Henry do things. And do you need to it. grab people who have just seen 12 rounds and be like, hey, if you don't like John Cena, watch this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, everything was so pitch perfect. We got great stuff. We, we got development. We got, you know, Brock Lesnar came out the end and destroyed him, and that's okay. You know, I mean, that, that, that's this is exactly why we watched this, was was the I didn't see that coming, the holy crap, that was awesome, the hey, this was a good wrestling match in this era that we wouldn't have gotten uh, 15 years ago. Um, it, it, it was, Speaking of holy crap, didn't see that coming. Christian? Christian coming back? Although there was an Instagram of somebody, I forget who it was, I think it was Jericho, said, hey, look who I found, like from a day ago. Yeah, it was. was. Yeah, but that was uh, like a different show. Good good you're not dead, bro. Yeah, Um, exactly. Speaking of of storyline development and like combining that with great wrestling, uh, I know stories now have nipples? Well, no, no, no. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Someone was saying in the email about how Jericho and Punk was the show stealer of the night at yeah. Payback. 
I gotta give it to uh, Del Rio Ziggler. Yeah, that match was so good. It was. Jim Ross was putting that over as telling a pretty magnificent, 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 a magnificent story. But it uh, was though the evolution. It was, it was the first double turn in a very long time. Yeah, it wasn't the 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 turn from Del Rio wasn't just oh he did something mean and now he's a heel. It was slow building throughout the entire match, mm-hmm. and the crowd shifted, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And and the, the they're sort of overplaying the concussion stuff now, but mm-hmm. that worked last. That worked at the pay per view because it, you really believe that Dolph Ziggler could have had a concussion. What was that, Mike? Sorry, you were overlapping. Uh, sorry, they they kind of foreshadowed that something different was going to happen because Ricardo announced Alberto to the ring in English. Oh, I oh yeah, that they, was they really off-putting because Lillian announced Ricardo in Spanish. Hmm. Um, that was because I hadn't read the spoilers, so I'm like, like I did a live reaction thing on um, WrestlingMamShow.com, mm-hmm. and the first thing I noticed was Ricardo's announcing in English. This is weird. Yeah, like some something is going on. Something this is, is amiss. Uh, Antonio's got it right. It wasn't good match, but it was perfect storytelling. I don't think well, I don't it wasn't think it was a good a match. That, Ziggler had to sell. I mean, it his wasn't brain the whole time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but it, it looked vicious. It looked like a freaking you know a war. I, we, were, we were all sitting there in the hangout, just yelling, "Stop kicking him in the head!" Mm-hmm. You know, was, I mean, yeah, we're like really, really unpleasant. <laughs> it yeah. was just like no, you know. I, I mean, you get to that point where it crosses again. You're like, wait, wait, is this real? Yeah. You know, and that's and, yeah. and I'm sure Ziggler. Is it, is it what, I love Go ahead, Obi. Isn't it awesome, though? It was such a what are you so for? subtle... Just, <laughs> I'm gesturing. Ziggler's unfortunately learned, bruised brain. If I, if I learned anything for from the videos testicles. I just did with Sorg, it has to, I have to use more hand gestures. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how awesome and, and subtle and magnificent and so simple that was that they did where... where they turned Alberto into a heel and Dolph Ziggler into a face. It was such a mm-hmm. simple thing, and it worked perfectly. And it wasn't... Uh, you know what made that even better? Um, the fact that Ziggler was being turned into Sleepy a robot. face Sleepy as robot. AJ, a heel, was on the outside still like crying that her Ziggly face was being hurt. Because yeah, there's the complexities. On Raw, she's still healing it up. It's not black and white. Exactly. It's because there's complexities and, white, and everyone's sticking to who they are, no matter what camp they're in. No yeah. one's conflicting themselves because of, they're in a different camp. And maybe he doesn't change. We didn't see enough. We just saw one scene of him last night. Like We don't know if there's a character change actually happening to him. So when you dive still, in like still, Superman, you're a face. That's true. That's true. Okay. But I mean, I, I kind still, of have respect. What like, I mean is he's still going to be the show-off guy. He's still going to be... The Dolph Ziggler, he's still going to be doing headstands. And, he's you know, going to finally you know. be Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, folks. Finally, the showstopper, the main event, the icon. Oh, I, oh I never things. liked the icon thing, by the way. Like, I hated it when it was, are you back when it was like Hogan and Piper, you know? Mm-hmm. I, the, the, and now Sting, that's his thing, really? Yeah, that's like, It hurts me even right worse now. when, like, Hogan says you're the icon. You know, it's to like, be fair, Sork, who else do they have as an icon in TNA? Well, just the icon in general. Like, I, I, I put Piper above all those guys for one thing. Uh, but anyways, I'm sorry. I digress. <laughs> I digress. 
All right, guys. So, well, so amazing, Raw. I, I, they can't keep up the pace, but man, they 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 had us for three hours. You can't deny oh, and that. Antonio right? Cesaro was at Coulter. Exactly. So excited. And I saw. So excited. I swear, did I see that somebody spoiled the uh, the the name? If you can prop that up in the chat. Oh, again. Uh, uh, Coulter's militia, or whatever. Coulter's militia. What? Um, that's interesting, and it could be fun. Coulter's militia. Oh. I'm just happy yeah, they're doing He's bringing in Cassius his- Ono. <laughs> What's that, LB? I'm just happy they're doing anything with Antonio Cesaro. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's I, the big thing you know. My tweet after that match was boring my ass. Yeah. Holy shit, that match with Regal. Yeah. And then somebody, what somebody popped up is like, really, I tuned in and William Regal got squashed? No, man. I mean... It, uh, that was Chachi. Fuck you, Chachi. <laughs> Chachi, no. <laughs> To be fair, why shouldn't William William Regal get squashed? squashed. It's about Claudio, sorry, Antonio Cesaro, showing off how much of a fucking badass he is. Exactly. To be fair, William Regal was just tearing it down. He was going to town. He was was held up his own in that match. Yeah. Regal Regal looked legitimate. Not some, I'm, you know, not like Jerry Lawler dropping to everybody, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's credible. Really? And everybody's like, oh shit, it's Regal, you know. It, this was like a love letter to wrestling fans that, that have stuck it through for the last couple of months of weirdness, you know. Yeah. First, it, and, and hey, we didn't even talk, Raw was so good, we didn't even fucking talk about a pay-per-view that happened on Sunday. But really, that pay-per-view, I said this like three matches into it, that pay-per-view was better than it deserved to be. Yeah, I think it's the best pay-per-view of the year so far. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! So I'll agree on that. Fuck you, WrestleMania. Hey-o. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I'll agree on that. Yeah? Yeah? I'll agree. Consistent-wise, yeah, it's was better. Awesome. Yeah. The main event wasn't too great, but yeah. consistently throughout, it was better. Yeah, it was had, great. We yeah. had Del Rio Ziegler. Hey, Cena's dive into the Lumberjacks was amazing. True. That was great. That's to give credit for It was a good moment. We had Del Rio Ziggler. We had, you know, Punk Jericho. We had an awesome Divas match. We had Daniel Bryan being awesome. Like, it was all around really good pay-per-view. The Kane-Ambrose match could have ended better. But yeah, I don't know why they're trying to protect Kane. Like, Dean Ambrose can beat Kane clean and no one would care. Mm -hmm. Because, really, does Kane really need to be saved from getting pinned? A um, couple other notes. First of all, people are shouting because we didn't even bring up the nipple. Speaking of Attitude Era. Because why? Uh, can we please not talk about the nipple? I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know what the chat room's doing. All right, guys. Um, guys, hold on. Hold on. I'll, I'll just say one thing, and then we can all let go. Biggie Langston had a nipple slip on Raw. Done! <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, Bobby says, does anyone find it odd that Randy Orton was supposed to put someone over and they get hurt and have to stop a match? Coincidence? Is it, was that, was that, was that for real? Was he really hurt? Left. I mean, I thought it was a little weird. Yeah, he was the really inter- That's how RVD left. The internet are saying he's really hurt. Okay. No, Matt Carlin's okay. reminded me. Orton was the one who punt kicked RVD out of the WWE. Oh, wow. Matt hmm. Carlin's brought that up in the chat room. And there's that your, is, that would there's be your comeback to you. There you go. I feel like I feel like in that match, uh, it seemed as if Daniel Bryan was trying to hold back a bit. Yeah, you I mentioned the kicks. 
Like he pulled some. I, I I know you're supposed to pull all of your kicks, but like he pulled it to such a degree where like I think he was really trying to make sure he didn't do anything to Orton. I think, and I think Orton's well, a different it's because kind of, he's not working with his indie. Yeah, brothers. yeah, yeah. Orton's a different kind of wrestler. You can't go full tilt with Orton like you can a uh, uh, Tyler Black or uh, or or Punk or or even Del Rio. Del Rio gets it. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that I, I also think there was like it. one part where like Brian had Orton's leg for a takedown, and there was like a real like awkward struggle. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know, like I don't think Randy want, didn't want him to do something. This is just my opinion. This is what I'm seeing and interpreting, and sort of trying to aid to my fact that I don't like Randy Orton. But mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, and, guys. And apparently, the Daniel Bryan thing continued on the app where he got angry with Triple H that the match was stopped. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, I'll say that in the chat. Um, so that, that's interesting too. Um, uh, all right. One last thing before we get into it and uh, just a brief kind of set on it. Really with the app, <laughs> I like, they have all this extra stuff and all the stuff that like this extra thing that I wouldn't know unless I watched the app. And it's one thing when you're doing these on like other programs that you don't watch. Right. And they'll bring it over if it's important or something like that. Uh, but there's like, they're taking all this effort to do this extra stuff that I don't think a lot of people are really watching. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe the numbers are fine for them or in everything like that. I don't know. It, it just, that that's kind of my take on it. I mean, does anybody have any thoughts on that? Other than that, other than that it's fucking annoying to leave that app on. Okay. I, I thought it was kind of funny. All the um, tweets about the nipple were showing up on the app. Yeah. Way to cleanse that one. Guys. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Like, as long as you hashtag raw, anything will show up on that app. That's that. yeah. <laughs> like, we should really have WrestlingMayhemShow.com, hashtag raw. Yeah. <laughs> like, every 10 minutes, show, it shows I'm up on the app. I'm for some, like, porn company that have, unfortunately has something named raw, and that's their hashtag. I, I, saw, mm. I saw a picture online. Where someone was tweeting a raw vegan recipe, and because it was hashtag mm. raw, it was on the app. Oh my! So like, if you want really your uh, exclusive WWE uh, action and free uh, vegan recipes, go to the <laughs> app available on your iOS and Android devices. Guys, guys, guys! What did you learn from wrestling this week, um, LB? Did you have something? Oh, what? I I did have one last thing to say go about ahead. the app. Um, that last night was the very first time that the app worked enough for me to vote for something. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Do you have something that you learned? Um, hashtag Amen was right. There you go. He was right. He was right about NXT. He was right about ACH. He was right about uh, other letters. I keep, I keep saying now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do a blog post. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a blog post about how Eamon was right about these things and why he was right, and I'm going to start growing weird facial hair and pointing at people in pictures. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I asked you this already about the NXT watching. Have you checked out a, uh, an Emma match yet? Remind me which one's Emma. Is she the Australian she, who does the this dance? She's the Yes, she is. Okay, yeah, I have seen her. She's very amusing. She is probably my favorite part of the show. <laughs> oh, sleepy robot. Ah! Uh, we'll fix the sleepy robot. Mad Mike, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Shit, I forgot about this part of the show. Um, it's been a while. I learned I'm going to steal everyone else's. I learned that Mark Henry deserves to be WWE champion. Oh, man. 
I just cock block everyone what else they learned. Eamon, what'd you learn? Uh, I learned that Mark Henry makes me happy because that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Dutters, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, two things. One, I, the last two nights, I couldn't stand the up-close camera shaking. I don't know if you noticed during whenever they would get up close, the camera would do this little twitchy, so I don't know who's holding on to the camera. <laughs> Oddly and, that, I don't notice that. <laughs> I was, it was driving me nuts. And the second thing is, is this makes me very sad, but... Ever since WrestleMania, Punk's performances have just disappointed me. Really? Really. Huh. Because uh, uh, it just was the, the between the, the trolling he did with Undertaker and just how much heart he put into it, now it just looks like he's half-assing it. <laughs> Sorry. I've actually heard that from a couple people, though. So. Sorry. Well, I mean, he's he's doing the face thing, so he's not... The, I, I don't know. I, I, is he working? Is, is, is this... Because I've heard in numerous interviews between Mark Madden and everybody else that this is not a long-term plan for him. This is something where he wants to go in. He's a smart guy, wants to make his money and get the heck out of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I've heard that several times. And he's been close to leaving several times. So I don't know if this is just he's him going. He's pretty much he said that too. Yeah, yeah. That he's just. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, because that to me, WrestleMania was Punk's plateau. That's I. I don't know if it's going to get better. Yeah, he, I mean, between his performance, like I said, the trolling does and, it, the, and, and it, just the athleticism. Does it really get better than than 400 and what odd days as yeah. a WWE champ? What else do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. hour-long okay. Iron Man match with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 for the world title. There you go. Because that's going to happen. That's how it gets. That That's the only way it could get better. Well, no, if it was the, the Attitude Area, he'd have a miscarriage. Vince Lance has such a no. hair up his butthole, he's not going to let that happen. No, I know. <laughs> He'll put it on Backlash. Backlash. <laughs> Bring it back. All right, uh, and I learned. Zorg, what about you? I, uh, I learned there's not enough bow jangling and Randy wrestling. Okay, um, with that, guys, uh, uh, it's. Oh, Bobby learned show. in the chat room. Oh. that pink coat can be stylish until it's on the floor. Then it looks like a puddle of Pepto Bismol. Uh-uh. He also learned that Mark Henry still has time to kick some ass before he begins questing. It was that. And Matt Carlin's learned that you can get a salmon-colored sport coat in quadruple XL or triple XL. Guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Line: If you forget me, you're going to remember this coat. (laughs) WrestlingMayhemShow.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blip TV, Roku, YouTube. Check us out. Drop us your emails. We answer your questions. We read them all at. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. 412-206-WMS0 if you want to do that. Hey, Sork. Hey. Sork, buy the app. And buy the app. There it is on the big, is that an iPad? That's an iPad mini, Sork. WMS Gold, links and extras, iOS App Store, the Amazon App Store. Buy it. Um, and uh, get a fraction of a sandwich. I asked for one pickle. (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. Mad Mike joining us from the Bronx, New York. Thank you. It's good to have you back, sir. We're going to get good you in a rotation. Back, We're going to figure out how many people we can get on Skype again because uh, this needs to continue. Amen from San... No, Corpus Christi, Texas. Check out inspireprowrestling.blogspot.com. I don't hate it yet. Yeah, follow us on Twitter and Facebook because those are actual sort of sites. DJ Lunchbox, DVD (laughs) selling extraordinaire at the shows, ThoughtfulRiot.com, featuring my face. Check it out. 
motherfuckers. Uh, Riz is not here, uh, but he does good stuff. I have insert, replaced the Riz. <laughs> insert going to begin.com. Also a good DVD slanger uh, at the E-Riz. Uh, if you want to go check them out. And thank you, Dutters, for joining us. Your maiden voyage with the Yay. mayhem. Hey, was it okay? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> Good. Good. At K Dutters. Yes, in case you need to recognize me from the Twitters. There you go, with the socks. <laughs> yes! And she does wear those while uh, playing softball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dutters never takes those off. No, nah, I love those. These are my actual legs. There's, uh, there's nothing underneath. <laughs> 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 at Sorgatron Sorgatron.com I got video blog stuff over there I'll check out everything else we do at SorgatronMedia.com thank you everybody thank you the great chat room tonight thank you the whoa I just saw the number for how many people are watching hi all of you guys out there in Justin oh, TV I... land um, oh shit <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't see that coming either um, I got, all of you guys check us out WrestlingMayhemShow.com if you're new and I think there's a lot of new eyeballs out there please uh, even just at Mayhem show with us uh let us know if you dig the show uh you know like us and all that stuff on itunes tell your friends grow the mayhem army because the more people out you doing crazy shit in the chat room at live.sorgatronmedia.com at 9 p.m eastern time the crazier and the more fun this can be uh so with that from the mayhemers everybody here in pittsburgh pa mayhem out Sixty-two people. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for